Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. Glad to have you. Glad to have listeners around the country and even around the world. So uh, thank you for your emails. Thank you for listening. And this is a very important show. Our, our, the title of our show this week is The Economy Unlike Any Other in history unlike any other economy ever in history that's where we're at we've why well we're going to talk about that today first let me remind you last week they started something that we've talked about on this show uh, several months ago after the election in november was everything on the up and up where was there cheating anywhere but the Senate in the state of Arizona has put together a process that's going to take two or three weeks. Starting last week, they have an open atmosphere in a large uh, coliseum, and you can see everything spread out 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can monitor that. You can Google it and find out about the Arizona audit of the vote. So, Finally, one state finally is supposedly getting a real audit if it doesn't get shut down. So let's see how that goes. Uh, I hope it will go well. And I hope we find out everything was on the up and up and there was just a lot of commotion. But if there is fraud going on, let's find out how much, where it's coming from, and let's examine the balance. And I think we should do that in other states. Anything in question. Yes, anybody should be able to see, did we have a fair election? Please, everybody. It's not a Republican or Democrat issue. It's an issue of our American people. A government of the people, by the people, and for the people. If the people can't look and see if there was any cheating going on or fraud going on in an election, then do you have a free and fair election? So... Let's see what goes on in Arizona, and we'll keep you posted on what we hear, because I know the mainstream media is probably not going to say anything, especially if they uh, find out there's some actual fraud that happened. So we'll keep you posted right here on, on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And now, let's, let's talk about this. The economy unlike any other in history. Why do you say that? There's nothing new under under the sun that's what i think the book of ecclesiastes in the bible says there's nothing new under the sun and that is true in fact the human nature happens over and over people always have a thirst for power and they want to rule over people and and that's what makes america so unique in the fact that they stopped the rulers the the ones who had control for hundreds of years and had money they stopped 
them from control. Some people say, oh, we're still controlled today. Well, not anything like it used to be in feudal <laughs> Great Britain or Europe. But it's where you don't have, it's not who you are. It's what you can become. And some people, they call that the American dream. And some people say it's over, you know, or we never had the American dream. And yet, time after time, generation after generation, we see people who move up the ladder from nothing to millionaire and billionaire status, unlike any other country in the world. You can do that in the United States of America. Why do we have people breaking laws and busting down fences and climbing over fences to get here? Because we have freedom. And it scares me how close we're coming to losing that and we're losing it every week, every day, every time Congress meets now, it seems like. The what's up for the debate. We need the, need the debate. And we need to understand that socialism has never worked. Socialism does not work. Look at history. And capitalism, if you can call it ism, but the capitalistic philosophy, it's not perfect. And there's a lot of room, when I say improvement, it comes from people doing unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Who said that? Oh, that's out of the Bible. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's what they say the Ten Commandments are boiled down to. And that's what capitalism, if it's used in a Judeo-Christian uh, society where people understand the Ten Commandments and they do work toward that. Nobody's going to ever be perfect. You'll never have perfection in any society. But when you love one another as you love yourself, all of a sudden a lot of problems go away. So that's why socialism doesn't work because the government tries to push things into one form and you don't have competition and you don't have people struggling to make a better mouse trap. Now, why is the economy unlike any other in history? There are people trying to show similarities between now and the end of World War II. What happened at the end of World War II? Well, you had uh, humongous shifts around the world where economies, countries were devastated from the war. Millions of people died. Uh, tens of millions of people died. And families displaced, uh, whole families uh, massacred, and especially in the Jewish uh, neighborhoods throughout Europe. Just, just uh, the, the, they were uh, part of the Holocaust where the whole families were destroyed, our parents gone, and, and, and all the possessions gone, land, homes. So there was this great change. And then people thought, how do we rebuild? Well, America used the Marshall Plan to help rebuild Europe. And even as Russia wanted to, uh, and they did, enlarge their territories, broke, broke uh, commitments and, uh, that FDR had thought they, he had gotten before he uh, passed away. But now, let's go, what's it look like today in this world? Well, we've we got massive spending. We have spent more money in the last year on this uh, pandemic 
the coronavirus pandemic than we spent in the entire World War II, the equivalent of this more money. You know, we spent over $5 trillion. We got trillions more in an infrastructure bill and trillions more if we uh, do away with uh, student loan debt. There's People are talking about printing money. We've already printed over $5 trillion. And I use the word print. Of course, now it's electronically. It's just sent. And yet we got unemployment that's high, except for we got people who are getting paid good sums from the government not to work. And so why, when you go around, every restaurant I see has a help wanted sign. Every fast food service has a help wanted sign. You got fast food places who only do drive through only, and they did it in the pandemic, and they aren't changing, not because the pandemic is still bad. It's because they can't get enough workers to clean the inside of the restaurant and clean restrooms, and they keep the doors locked and just use the drive through They don't need near as many people working. And we're seeing them keep the doors shut and they because they can't find workers. We got people giving bonuses and we got people crying out for a minimum wage higher and higher at $15. Why do you cry out for a minimum wage when now they, they keep the economy going, you, you have to pay a higher wage to get workers. That's, that's free enterprise. That's, that's America on capitalism not socialism when you put the isms in there you can get all kind of uh, problems with people wanting this and this and that but let the economy work and free enterprise if you need more workers you're going to have to pay better and if you pay people better give better benefits then you have a better uh, product coming out and that is, and of course, that's going to lead to what? More than likely, we're going to have some inflation because if you're having to pay your workers more to make that hamburger, that hamburger's going to have to cost more. And if you've noticed, food is going up when you go to restaurants. Now, how that's going to affect everything else? We said the, the economy is unlike any other in history. Why? Because... What I just said, you can't find workers. And then in other places, what's going on? Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's just look at the automobile. Look at the automobile. Well, can you go out and buy a vehicle? Yes, there are new vehicles, but they're not as many. Why? Well, they can't get all the parts. Let's uh, dig down into that. What do I mean the parts? Well, most modern, just about every modern vehicle, electric and non-electric, the old gas cars, they all need semiconductors. And Chad Wilson's the general manager of two Ford dealerships in Michigan, and uh, he told the Detroit Free Press, quote, cars are 2021's version of toilet paper in 2020. Normally, between our two stores, we'd have 150 to 180 F-Series in stock. Talking about the Ford truck. I think right now, there may be 10. You, if you want a Yukon made by GMC, I know my, I go to my dealer, they have none on the lot. There's zero. You can't get the Yukon. And we're finding that across. That's why I said, 
we're in an economy unlike any other in history because people want to buy a Ford truck. People want to buy a Yukon. They have got stimulus checks. They got money in their pocket, but they can't buy what they want because they're not being made. Why? Because the semiconductors are in short supply. Now, why are they in short supply? Well, the problem was the manufacturing plants, the facilities around the world on a very tight uh, planned immediate shipment of uh, semiconductors to where they're needed, especially in automobile, uh, uh, the automobile uh, plants and uh, that business. We have the the production was disrupted because of the pandemic around the world. Everybody uh, laid off workers to flatten the curve. You remember that a year ago? We had to flatten the curve of the COVID-19 infections. And then the production, it disrupted the entire economy. So the auto executive, executives got together. They decided to hunker down and said, look, we're going to have this uh, the economic depression. People won't be able to buy vehicles. They won't have the money to. And so they uh, decided they conserve resources and they reduce costs because they needed, they're going to have this fixed cost if they were hunkering down. So they canceled orders for the materials and the parts and the electronics. And some automakers, uh, they, they claim a special privilege because of unforeseen circumstances and and they just canceled orders. So what happened when instead of spending a roughly $43 billion um, estimated, they they uh, they hunkered down. They didn't spend that. So what did the semiconductor makers do? They, as the automobile people cut back their orders, the chip makers, they decided to make consumer electronics so they they reprogrammed their manufacturing plants and and they uh they made these uh, for for uh the consumer electronics and now all of a sudden the demand for cars you know they didn't really dry up because of all the stimulus checks going out people wanted vehicles they wanted to get in, in, in you know new vehicles and because there's not new vehicles now if you've looked for and i have i looked for my son a used vehicle you have to pay almost as much for a new used vehicle as you do a new vehicle on the lot in fact i was told you had to pay more for the used vehicle than a new one because they were going to give a better warranty on the used one how about that <laughs> how about that paying more for a used one to get a better warranty than you would get from just buying a new vehicle right off the lot. But that's happening. I'm telling you, that's why we got an economy unlike any other in history. Would you buy a used vehicle more than it costs more than you could drive off a new vehicle off the same lot? Well, people are doing that because they're offering a better warranty on the used one that's got uh, a few thousand miles on it. What would you do? It sounds crazy, but that's the economy we're living in. Why it goes back to the chip makers making chips for the consumer electronics because the automobile industry shut down their orders, and now 
now they can't get enough of the semiconductors to even finish up their um, vehicles. I think where I saw where Ford was building them and leaving them sort of in a place where I, whenever the semiconductors come, they can finish them out real quick. But that's not helping this economy when you got people ready to spend their money and they can't spend it. And that's not going to help the automobile industry when it comes to stocks, uh, the price of their stock. Right now they're going up. But why? Why would they be going up when they can't sell? I, I don't know. That might lead to something else that we'll talk about here in a few minutes. But it goes back to the... Uh, now, the other thing we talked about, what happened with... Uh, Look at your restaurants and the fast food places where you live. If it's like where I live, like I said, there are help wanted signs everywhere. People are having to give bonuses just for interviews. Uh, there's a McDonald's down in Florida, I believe, or a whole series of McDonald's that they'll give people $50 just to come in and interview. And, and, and they can't get people in just to interview for a free $50. Why? Because the government's paying the stimulus checks plus unemployment. And there's all kind of, the government's throwing out more money, we call, quote, helicopter money. And, 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 and there's just not people wanting to work. You can ask anybody that runs a plant, can they find enough workers? No. Now, some of these states like Michigan have it open all the way up, so maybe I don't, I don't understand what's going on there. Email me if you live in Michigan. Email me if you live in uh, New York or California. But I know in Mississippi, and in most of the South now, they're wide open. Look at Florida, wide open, and you can't find enough workers. So how's that going to play into this? The economy is unlike any other in history because we are having government throwing in bundles of money, people not having to work, but they're getting bills paid. And I do know, I know there's people out there suffering and that's why it's good to see a stimulus package, what we had last year. But you keep doing that. And now they're paying families of young children money and money in monthly going out. And, and even those who come in our country illegally, they're getting free airfare, free transportation, other parts of the country, and free hotels for a long extended period. And they've got to be fed. And they're coming in by the tens of thousands across the southern border. Why would you not come to America if you're going to be taken care of once you get across? Even if you cross illegally, Uncle Joe Biden says, come on in. The American people will pay for you. And that's the word that's getting out. So how big is America going to grow in numbers? Uh, with President Biden, it's, it's, it's increasing by the millions. And this is illegal. We're not checking them. They're not... We, and they're having they bringing in COVID, causing COVID to escalate in communities where because they're getting no checks. Joe Biden says, "Where's a face mask?" He wore a face mask during a global Zoom conference where all the other leaders in the world talked because it's Zoom. But no, President Biden had to put his mask on for the Zoom call. Now <laughs> maybe he's just hiding something, just letting people see his eyes. But I'm telling you. We have a problem in this economy that's unlike any other in history. Now, where's that going to lead us? Let me just take a moment here and remind everybody you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Split and Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And we're glad you're listening to us. I do want to say that we got a book called Bedrock Truths. 
and those truths they were good for 10 years ago five years ago and 10 years from now they will not change the bedrock truths that made america if you don't know about that book you can order it go in www.docholiday.org and holiday got two l's in it so go there you can get that book we'd love to get that out to you i wrote the book along with dr alveda king and dr alex mcfarland so uh feel free to get a copy of that book let me just say next week i'm going to tell you in a little bit on the second half we'll talk a little bit more about what this part of the economy is but the cryptocurrency bitcoin blockchain technologies next week we're going to have dr james stroud on now he uh actually created his, uh, uh, one of the uh, cryptocurrencies out there and we're going to get him to talk about that and give us an idea and you say doc holiday why do you keep pushing this about bitcoin and cryptocurrency and blockchain technologies we have a couple of programs on there but i'm telling you it's not a fad i'm not saying it's going to keep going up and it's but we're it's a part of our future that we're seeing today and the better you understand it it's like i told you before the better you know it and understand it we cannot cede all the technology to the liberals the leftists the socialists and that's what silicon valley has done push this country more towards socialism so we need to understand what's going on you don't have to know everything in the background what makes it work but you need to know how it's changing your life in the future and how to get ahead of it and even uh, i I'm saying some people are profiting on it. I am not telling you that you need to invest. We're not a financial investment advisory at, by any means. But you need to know to a degree what it is and how it will affect your future, your children and grandchildren, and America. There's some good things about this new blockchain technology that's not even being touched or utilized. But we don't need a socialist and these left-wing you know agitators the people who want to destroy america we don't need them having all the information and and being in charge if that all they want to do is destroy america and you see that right now with facebook with uh, twitter and all other places who are controlling uh, the speech and then they'll 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 put kick somebody off and the conservatives get kicked off all the time or putting Facebook timeout. And yet, how many liberals get that done? I, I, I just don't know of any. I don't know of any. We saw some episodes in the last couple of weeks where normally if it had been a conservative, they'd been kicked off for what they put on. And the, the liberal is not kicked off. It's uh, it, it ticks me off, and it should you, but that's why you've got to know about what the future is of blockchain technology so we're about to get in that part of the economy and uh we'll right after this Now, 
somebody has heard that song, you may think, who is that? Well, that's from the Steve Miller band back in the late 70s. Go on, take the money and run. Well, is that what America's doing? Taking the money and running and, and not working? What's the overall effect? Well, I told you about the semiconductors and the automobile industry. We know about fast food workers trying to find employment. Uh, this is where... It, the, uh, there's the progressive leftist socialists want to get a minimum wage of $15 an hour. Well, what you're seeing now is just a small example of what happens if you put that at $15 an hour. Will any restaurants remain open? They're having to do bonuses, pay more, and that's what a free market's supposed to do. But have you noticed, again, your food, your sandwiches, uh, what you buy is getting higher and higher when you go to the restaurant. And if you put a $15 minimum wage across the board, then uh, you'll be paying even more. So why not let the free market work? But if you force more and more uh, increases in, in payment on business owners, what do they do? Like right now, well, they're shutting down a lot of the restaurants and just doing a drive through what happens if you continue pushing that minimum wage? Well, maybe just shut down the entire restaurant and, and figure out to have robots doing everything. And just and then where's your labor pool go? Well, they, they go unemployment line. A lot of people are in an unemployment line now, and we got shortages because we got some factories working, some not, parts are missing. This is, what do you call this? Doc Holliday calls it an unhealthy economy that it's different than the post-World War, World War II uh, economy because there you had soldiers coming back and they thought there's going to be a lot of this unemployment. But again, there was uh, people got put to work. They went to school on the GI Bill. Many veterans did. But there was an amazing uh of growth economic growth will we see that now a lot of people think we will after this pandemic and all the money's pumped in but is the money being used to help the economy and as people get jobs investing in ourselves or is it like taking the money and run well if if enough americans take the money and run without plugging into the economy and, and you can say, oh, we're spending that, and that's part of, again, you, you've got used cars sky high now, but it takes more than that. You've got to rejuvenate the economy. So the stimulus last year when everybody was put off and we had the, uh, the mandate, everybody closed down so we could uh, keep the curve, flatten the curve. Back when President Trump and Vice President Pence said we got to flatten the curve, and they put in his... Uh, the PPP loans, and people got money from the government, and and that was what you would call priming the pump, keep the economy from uh, just breaking down into a depression. But the economy kept opening up, states like Florida leading the way, and now we what do we what do we have now? How do we get to this unhealthy economy? I look put it right in the hands of President Biden, Vice President. Harris, and do they have a clue what's going on? And when they start talking about increasing the taxes, increasing the taxes, increasing the taxes to pay for infrastructure, 
but they don't realize you're hurting. The, there's already a lot of businesses that are up against the wall. Some of them won't reopen because of some these these causes of higher wages because he's not shortages in different places and instead of raising taxes we need tax cuts to help stimulate the economy and and that democrats never seem to see that socialists they are out there some socialists who i believe they really want the economy to crash they don't want it to work and they want to get rid of the freedoms we have and they want socialism they want one rule. They want the government to rule. They want the government to grow because the more the government grows, the more they rule. And then what we have is an unhealthy economy that depends on the Federal Reserve uh, mandating more and more money. The congressional plan for infrastructure now, an infrastructure bill, like we said before, we could see that, but we do not need a Democrat bill that just pours money in all kind of areas they just call it infrastructure but it's what they've wanted for 30 and 40 years it won't work it's an unhealthy economy we'll see it build up yeah we may build up during the summer uh and into the fall but the trump economy that was built and was before the pandemic came was running on all cylinders well it's choking along and and Biden was given everything on a silver platter. But I think of the words of Barack Obama, former President Barack Obama. He didn't come out for Biden early on at all. Waited to the last, when everybody was gone, before he finally endorsed Biden. But he used a word I won't use here, but I'll, I'll paraphrase. But President uh, Obama said, you don't ever underestimate joe biden's ability to mess things up he didn't use the word mess but that's what he meant don't ever under uh, underestimate the ability of joe biden to mess things up well that is what is going on now we, we got president biden that was uh, uh we'll see how this arizona and other results come out if we can get other states to look at this how their votes were counted but supposedly President Obama, I mean President Biden, won an election, but he is our constitutional president. So we have therefore got to hope that he'll see the light on how to keep the economy strong. He's missed the light in Mexico. We had the president of Mexico working with the president of the United States, and, a, and we had a smooth transfer at the border, very few people trying to break into our country. And people were do, having to go do it legally. But now it's a crisis down there. And we're all paying for it. And it's because of Joe Biden's unthinkable policies where he just tore everything up and started from scratch. And the border's been overrun. We have no border when it comes, to, so to speak. If you can walk across the border and be given everything, <laughs> health care, free transportation meals hotels why wouldn't you come to the board and it's not mexico sending its people there there's people from 40 or 50 different countries coming across how about that well we have to stop here but the economy is unlike any other we've seen and i said i talked some about 
Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. We usually have the the crypto corner, but we're going to push that to next week because we got Dr. James Stroud, who made and helped uh, make and manufacture his own uh, cryptocurrency, and and he'll talk about that some next week and uh, about Bitcoin and the economy and Coinbase and what do these words mean? Well, that's. I'll leave you this. It's the economy unlike any other in history. When things look like we're printing a lot of money, always in the past, people start investing in gold. And now gold has not gone up like you think it would when, when we start printing more money. Everybody thinks, well, gold will keep its value. It always has. But gold and silver is not going up. Why? Maybe it's because people are putting their extra money into Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. So when I say the economy unlike any other in history, there's something new out there. And it's leaving a lot of people scratching their heads. Some people saying we're going boom into the 50,000 Dow and, and, and never to look back. And then some are thinking, hey, this thing's been pushed too far and the rug's going to get pulled out from under. Which will it be? We'll keep listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And we'll see you next week with Dr. James Stroud. And please, if you want to know more about the future and blockchain technology, you need to hear next week's show. See you then. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.